turning now to the world of butlers. You know the Seinfeld joke, the one about naming your kid Jeeves? If you name the baby Jeeves, you've pretty much mapped out his future. So this next story is for everyone named Jeeves or anyone who's ever fancied the downstairs life. This is about how the demand for butlers has shot up in developing nations. And as Russell Newlove reports, many want the traditional British variety. Being British is an advantage in the international labor market. Aside from being first in line to play evil geniuses in the movies, we're now in demand from the newly moneyed in emerging markets of China and the Middle East as butlers and service staff. The markets changed, industries changed a great deal. The idea, the sort of Downton Abbey upstairs, downstairs, Mr. Cotton, he doesn't necessarily exist anymore. Sarah Vesti Romani is the director of the Bespoke Bureau, a butler training academy in London. She says around 80% of Bespoke Bureau's butlers are sent abroad. The aesthetic of a British butler is a big draw for clients. The etiquette and the tradition that comes with a British-trained butler is quite unique. And although, of course, you can get butlers that are trained elsewhere, they're not quite the same. Back in the days of Downton Abbey, there were around 30,000 British butlers. As the aristocracy dwindled, so too did the number of service staff. By the 1980s, there were only around 100 working butlers in Britain. Now, thanks to those booming emerging markets, there are between five and 10,000. Demand is so high, it's currently outstripping supply. For us, it's a busy and a growing and a thriving market. Stephen Randolph is a former butler who lists Buckingham Palace on his resume. He now runs his own agency. When he opened in 1999, he could count competitors on one hand. Now, he's lost count. He says his clients are not just looking for household servants, nor are they simply private individuals. We provide butlers into anything from hotels and private homes, anywhere where there's VIPs staying and they need to be looked after, from a day to a season for a weekend shooting party or on a permanent basis, both in the UK and overseas. Back at the Bespoke Bureau... Head trainer Robin Stewart is taking a class through table service. That is, the correct way to lay out cutlery and wine glasses, how to serve drinks, and how to open a champagne bottle. Excellent. In case you missed it, in polite society, this is what a champagne bottle being opened sounds like. Nowadays, you don't pop. It's not the dumb thing. It's not etiquette. You have a little hiss and the the gentle hiss of the anticipation of the bubbles coming through and into the glass allows you to be excited about the glass of wine. The Bespoke Bureau doesn't just teach butlers to be butlers. It also teaches that certain je ne sais quoi of Western sophistication to businessmen from the Middle East or China. That want to learn how to do fine dining, what piece of cutlery to pick up first, and how to meet and greet Westerners how long to keep eye contact for, how to shake hands, and so on. If you're thinking, who cares which fork you use anymore, you're probably not alone. In any case, this new demand from the nouveau riche translates into jobs for the not-so-riche. Good jobs. Ramani says a British-trained butler is looking at a starting salary of about a hundred grand. Top salaries can be three times that, but the job is essentially a life of servitude, and she stresses that it's not for everyone. I think more than anything, you've got to be prepared to let things wash over you. If you're sort of sensitive in terms of, you know, for example, how people speak to you, this perhaps is is not the industry for you to be in. Yes, perhaps. 
For the world, I'm Russell Newlove in London.